right, you're back with the Spice Cast. I'm your host for this evening, Ben Job. Thanks to Dan Boyd for doing our sound and uh, Thomas Wolf for helping me move stuff earlier and all our contributors and all our friends. Uh, thanks for coming out for Spice Fest. But tonight we have Mr. Gary Sanders of the Gary Sanders Trio. Thanks for coming out, Gary, and talking to us about your newer stuff here. Good to be here. Thank you yeah. for having me. And uh, you've got a full length that came out in May, correct? Yes. Yes. And uh, what's the title of that one? Secondary Characters is the name of this one. Was there any uh, uh, like motivating factor f- for that, for like the name of that one? Or yes, I unintentionally wrote a concept <laughs> album. You know, so uh, this uh, this album, you know, focuses on a lot of things I saw on uh, on trips and travels, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, the it's it's the people you see, you know, the ones you'll never see again. You know they're very important, and it kind of flipped eventually into to the lyric writing where, um, you know, the secondary character was me. Mm-hmm. You know, out of all this, so um, you know, you uh, all all those people, you know, you'll you'll never see again, but they're the ones who really made the story, and so, you know, they're not the secondary characters anymore. You know, it's, it's, you, right. you know, the majority rules, you know, and they were there, they made the story and, you know, you just saw it. Mm-hmm. What well, was the first album, like a concept album well, at all or? No, it, the first album was, uh, started out just something I was just doing for the hell of it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I've got all this music wrote, you know, I'd, I'd been out of, you know, playing and recording for, you know, quite a few years. I'd had some, uh, some surgeries on my arms and stuff and I had to, you know, get through that. And, you know, during that downtime, of course, you know, the creative gears are still turning. So, right. you know, I had all this music wrote, there's 15 tracks on the first, on, uh-huh. on the uh, sidesteps album from 2015. So, uh, that, um, you know, that all come together and we just got together and started jamming with it a little bit and then booked some shows and then, you know, it went on from there and, you know, just mm-hmm. people were, were digging it. You know, it's really different from what I've done in the past, but, you know, I think people were, you know, thought it was kind of cool, you know, just, you know, I was doing something you yeah, know, yeah, different, not the same thing, you know, like, you know, the, the heavier stuff that I'm used to, you know, I still love it, still love, you know, hard rock and metal, you know, still go to the shows all the time, but you know, it's just uh, I'm on I'm on, a, on a different channel right now, I guess you could say. Yeah, and I was yeah. listening to uh, your last album, and I was hearing some of the guitar solos, and I, I was like, oh, I wonder who he got to do the guitar solo, even though I'm pretty sure I was looking back and I was like listening back, and I was like, I think that was just Gary, more Gary, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but do you usually do all your own like solo work and all that? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, on the Sidesteps album from 2015, uh, Tim Humlicek. Uh, Played drums on that, uh-huh. and I did uh, all the uh, uh, the rest of it. It was uh, you know vocals and keys and all the guitars I, I did on that. I had a couple of guests playing one song called "Ace in the Hole" on that. Uh, Craig Shaddix, yeah, uh, played a, a lead guitar on on that track, and uh, Bob Walters uh, from Huntsville also did the uh, lap steel track on it. Oh, you know, very the rest cool. of it, you know, it's just you know, it's uh, like I said, it was just something you know I just throw together. Mm-hmm. Just for fun, that turned out being a really cool project, and here we are with another album out. You know, right, right. It wasn't expected. It, it wasn't expected. <laughs> <laughs> well, was like uh, writing this type of music different from your days, like playing in metal and all that stuff? Well, not really, because it's you know stuff that I've been around and listened to all my life. I've mm-hmm. all I've never limited myself to what type of music I listen to. Yeah, 
because I enjoy so many types of it, you know, especially uh, blues and jazz. You know, there's there's a lot of influence on on uh, secondary characters, you know, from that, and uh, it just uh, it just comes to my mind, and I'll uh, throw it down on on paper, or mm-hmm. you know, make a little quick recording, you know, and, and there it is. The secondary characters album was it, it was all written, you know, on the road while I, while driving mostly. You know, I, oh, really? I never just sit around and and try to, uh, you know, write a song. You know, of course, you know, to finish one up, I'll do that. But, you know, all this music come to me, you know, behind a steering wheel. Really? And so mm-hmm. that's just, that's where it come from. And it, you know, come from all over, uh, come from all over the country. You know, things I've seen and people I meet. And, yeah. You know, it's well, just, it's real. It's a real deal. It's real life. True so story. I, so Yeah, yeah. <laughs> true, real true story. So how do you get it down when you're on the road? Like, do you just uh, record it and sing it off? Or do you just I'll, pull I'll, over and have to write it out? Or Most what? of the time, believe it or not, I remember it. Nice. <laughs> hey, remember. that's way more impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm impressed that I can remember it right now. Because I'm, I'm even playing live, I have so much trouble remembering lyrics. Every now and then I have to make cheat sheets and stuff. It's like, you know, I, I wrote this stuff a thousand miles away and didn't, you know, write it down for days later. But yet, you know, you know here I have, I've played it and recorded it, you know, a hundred times. And now I can't remember a verse, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's how it works. It's weird. It, it's weird, but that's just, just gets how it is. just kind of stuck in there and you're like, oh, I got to get this out at some point, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it just it, it's, it's just more real to me that way. You know, mm-hmm. if I just it was sitting at, a, at the desk at home just trying to... Uh, you know, beat a song to death and make something out of it. You know, that's just that's that's not how the creative process works for me. I've never been good at it. Right. Really. I've never been good at it. I mean it's gotta hit me and you know, sometimes you might wake up at three AM and grab a pencil or something to write something yeah, yeah. down. And if you don't do that you'll forget it. And it's like yeah. the best song you ever wrote is forgotten mm-hmm. forever, you know? Yeah, it's scary. It's <laughs> scary. Well do you like when you first get these ideas for some of these songs, like I uh, assume you're driving and you're just kind of musing about like what happened yesterday or whatever. Do you ever like notice new things about like when you're recollecting? Like do the songs change much when you're on the road? Or do they are they come out pretty like pretty solidified already? Like when you first get the idea? Well, it's just uh, a, a melody will come to me first, or you know, a, mm-hmm. or a, you know, just a basic chord structure, you know, in in my head. Because I I never listen to music as much as I love music. I never listen to stereo in the car you uh-huh. know, ever. You know, just not even. Uh, got too we much just, already in there. Yeah, we yeah. I've got a I've got you know every song I've ever loved is already in my head. I can just <laughs> listen to it when I want to. We just did a uh, a trip to the northwest and. Uh, when we got back, you know, we almost flipped over seven thousand miles behind wow. us. You know, so there's, you know, that's that's a that's a lot of room to uh, for just you know for to be influenced by everything you see. Yeah. You know, and and here, uh, you know, it's it's just a lot of its nature. You know, I'm, I'm big into into nature, and you know, and uh, planet, and you know, trying to get people to take care of it is you know the best that we can. Yeah. You know, I, I really. I, I really fly that flag high, so um, you know a, a lot of it comes from that. You know, I'll, I'll go to a place, uh, you know, just you know, a location where people are. You know, might trigger something, but you know, most of the time it's you know the natural things mm-hmm. that we see. You know, All just right. uh, you know, it could be a, a tree or a rock or something, or it could be nothing. You know, just a big black <laughs> sky with nothing in it. But you know, just it all it all depends. 
Well, I know like living, living in the valley, when you get out of it, you realize like, oh, the sky's really big. I just forgot because mm-hmm. like we kind of live in a bowl over here. Yes. Or like if you live yes. in a hilly area, like, you just forget that what it's like out there. Well, uh, what about this first track, uh, Favorite Star? You want to talk about that one before people hear it? Yeah, that's uh, that one come from uh, one of my trips to uh, to Standing Rock back in November. Yeah, and that was just uh, something you know something uh, that come to me as you know talking about the big sky that you see. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the place to see the big sky out there. <laughs> it is uh, it's it's endless, and everything uh, everything mentioned in the song you know were things that I saw in the sky and the uh, you know the uh, the super moon that we had, yeah, you know, back in November, you know, mm-hmm. it's closest the moon had been to the Earth and since the '60s, I can't remember exactly when. Yeah, so but, I think you know, it was like at least a hundred years. Yeah, it's, it was a, been a long time, but the the sky I saw uh-huh. that, you know, was um, you know on the plains in North Dakota. Yeah, <laughs> and so let me tell you, it was something to see. I, I've never seen such a huge ring around the moon in all my life. Uh-huh. I mean, it was like. You know the ring, the you know circumference of that ring around the moon was like the whole sky picture you get here. Right. You know, so it was, it was just unbelievable. So that made it into it, and uh, I just put all those moments together, and uh, and then I had a song. You know? Very cool. Well, let's hear it. Gary Sanders with favorite star. Songs call the spirit 
Gary Sanders. Um, that's off his second CD. Came out in May, and you also had a single release as well, right? Yes. And then that was a, another lonely sunset. You can find all this stuff at GarySanders.net or on uh, CD Baby, and also Amazon, iTunes. All the they keep making new ones. So all the multitude of the internet. <laughs> it's on stuff I've never heard of. Right. <laughs> that's what I always look at. Was, yeah, we're on like, we're on Zazuzel, and we're on I don't know any more of those, but uh. Are you originally an Alabama native, or yeah? Okay, yeah, very cool. Born in Birmingham, and uh, lived uh, lived in the around the Coleman area mm-hmm. most of my life. It's like I've I've tried to escape many times, but I've always <laughs> got pulled back into here for some reason. But yeah, I'm 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 an Alabamian originally. <laughs> That's what I always tell people about Huntsville. It's like a black hole. Like people try mm-hmm. and leave, and they just come come sliding back slowly. But uh, yeah, was was the uh, Alabama's like natural kind of face part of your growing up with music or anything did that influence it yeah my dad uh played he he played music you know all my life mm-hmm. you know he was he was really big into it you know and uh you know through the you know later years of his life you know he did elvis impersonations and stuff oh, like really? that, you know and he was big into the uh you know southern gospel and but he threw his own thing to it you know he loved the 50s rock and roll and and you know and the stuff he he would write and sing you know always had you know that rhythm to it mm-hmm. you know so it was uh you know i was you know elvis and jerry lee and you know i was i was in beatles that was a you know big influence you know from my parents mm-hmm. you know in the earlier years and you know just what you know just what i was uh, you know brought up in around here you know you know like i said uh, so, you know the southern gospel you know that was a a big influence that's where i actually started uh you know playing uh drums and guitar oh, okay you know, was you know playing in you know church groups and things like that and you know as i got older uh 
you know, went on the wild end and got into <laughs> rock and roll and metal and things like that. But as uh-huh. you know, I've just, you know, I've been influenced by everything, I guess you could say. Yeah. It's a, you know, there's a, a lot of great, a lot of great local players around that's been doing it for some time. And, uh, you know, they're still influenced, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. They're still, they're still doing it. Yeah. And that last track was off of uh, secondary characters. Are there any like tracks in particular that are like callbacks to people you still know or still still relate with, or are they mostly like just folks that are kind of um, you may never meet again? I guess. <laughs> yeah, let me. Oh, I had to think on that. I know a there's second. like a lot of tracks um, that would give you hard. <laughs> yeah, there are the the one um, the la- last track on secondary characters mm-hmm. uh, in in particular is uh, uh, number one, no one that was uh was me and my girlfriend christy we mm-hmm. went on a a wild three-day trip to new orleans you know and most yeah. of the influences from that song come from that trip and everything you hear and it's real and i've made some instagram posts <laughs> go go to GarySanders.net and see the uh instagram link and there's a there are lines in the songs and then you know you've got the photos to match uh-huh. it and see where it come from oh know? that's so cool it was kind of neat you know i released it first and then people heard it and kind of dug what the, the song was saying and but then you know i threw a photo out there of like well, hey that actually happened you yeah know? that's that's real you know but it's uh yeah it was uh it, it's a good it's a good story you know <laughs> and it's got a good meaning you know about you know it's about getting away from home and uh Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, you know, sticking to what you believe in and where your heart is, you know, and it always brings mm-hmm. you back. Like I was just saying about you know trying <laughs> to escape from Alabama, but you know, your heart always brings you back to where you need to be. Yeah, for know? sure. So I mean, you you don't really realize until you go traveling too, like just how big the U.S. alone is either. Oh yeah. And talk about like yeah. the multitude of uh, uh, nature and everything, because I know I went over to Austin not too long ago. And driving through southeastern like Texas, I didn't mm-hmm. realize how much like near Louisiana and that w- direction, there's just so much green. Because mm-hmm. every time I drive through Texas, it's like, oh, we're in the desert or it's just flat. And there's nothing here. But man, southeastern Texas is beautiful. It's just all green and it's totally different. like a yeah, it looks like a <laughs> Africa or something. You know, it's just like a couple trees and like lots of you know expanse. But yeah, yeah, you never really realize. Are there any places that like on your travels surprise you? either from a natural point of view or like uh just the people that you got to interact with yeah this the the, the funnest thing is the people because you know it's just so different you know the mm-hmm. further you go the more different they are yeah you know, and, it's, uh, <laughs> and that, that's great because you know I, I love meeting you know people of you know just you know all different types but the uh you know we we went to uh this last time we we went up to the Tetons and Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to visit Jimi Hendrix's grave. You know that oh, really? was a really special moment to me because yeah. you know, I love Jimi Hendrix. You know, and that was a, one of the things that was hardest to drive away from. You know, we saw a Crater Lake, and of course, getting to actually look up at night, you know, and see the Milky Way. You know, when we're yeah in uh, Wyoming out there, yeah, yeah. There's so many things, and the the Redwood Forest was a really big uh, heart grabber for me you know because i've got this big thing about trees you know the mm-hmm. song there you know called called tree city and uh and, and we, we we joked with each other you know when we got there it's like well i believe we found it you know because there's these redwoods <laughs> there that are like 70 feet in circumference, right? yeah. yeah it's just most beautiful things i've ever seen you know it's it's it, it's it's good for the heart and the mind mm-hmm. you know and the soul too and that's just what uh that's just what makes me work Mm-hmm. Well, what about this uh, next track, "The Crawl"? You want to talk about that one a little bit? That one is really influenced 
by my uh, by my younger years of like we were talking about of listening to like music. Mm-hmm. My dad was into you know like the 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 fifties type stuff. It's there's a you know a lot of a lot of guitar playing from back then that's not being done a whole lot lately. Mm-hmm. Unless just by unless you're just an enthusiast of that music, you know, you it's almost unheard of. You know, I like a like a Link Ray and uh, you know Rob, Robbie Krieger. You know, those guys are um, you know in modern times, you know, it's just you know they're not forgotten because everybody knows who the Doors is. But you know, you know, you go to a lot of. I mean, to me, Robbie you know Krieger should be a name that should be known mm-hmm. instantly as soon as right. you say it but you know they 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 were a big influence to me i really love those guys a lot you know link ray was the uh you know father of the power chord you know right. he was a i believe he was also if not the first one of the first to record with an amp turned up so loud that it was just totally you know had the overdriven yeah that distortion know, yeah sound, you know so he's yeah which he's which led deal. to like a whole genre of yeah. music pretty much yeah it's like there it was and then after that you know it was that's where that's where it all come from but yeah this this is kind of my version of a, a tribute you know to all those you know guitar players from the uh from the 50s and of course you know it's got my own little edge to it of course i i, I throw in on it but uh-huh. you know that's a that's the sound i was going for on that one well, very cool let's give it a hear uh gary sanders with the crawl off his first album sidesteps <laughs> Thank you. 
back. That was Gary Sanders with The Crawl off the first his first album under Gary Sanders under Sidesteps. And you were talking about earlier that uh, you're incapacitated, you couldn't uh, play. And I was wondering how how it was to write like uh, in kind of in a new way, I guess. Well, first I had to get over the uh, self pity. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, you know, you know, just damn it, poor me, you know, uh-huh. I can't play guitar. You know, what I mean, and, you know that. Well, it, it if affected. you've been doing it your whole life, that's a yeah, pretty intense it, thing to have. Yeah, happen. it was. It, it sucked. You know, I knew it wasn't permanent, but you know, we didn't know how how long it would take to get over it. But just the fact of that, I, you know, had one day that I couldn't play guitar, but it was a lot more than one day. But mm-hmm. yeah, it was. A, it was a lot of time to to to. To collect, you know, and look at, uh, you know, I looked at what I've done in the past, you know, and it, it was cool stuff, you know, it was really, you know, we did, we did really well. And, uh, you know, that's where just the, you know, the, the different type of music come from, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, I had, I had time to think about it and think it through It's like, you know, we, we can keep these elements in it because this is, you know, the music I was playing, it's like, this is where it all come from anyway, mm-hmm. you know, so we can just, let's just put it all together and see what happens. It's funny. I just run into a, a guy down at the Nick in Birmingham, uh, a few weeks ago with their open mic they have on Monday nights and, and he's a great bass player. I can't remember his name for nothing right now though. Sorry, man. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's telling me it's soup. You know, it's a, that's, that's what I call it. You know, it's soup. Just all this, you know, good music mixed together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, you know, you, you try. <laughs> Delicious you know, you want, musical gumbo. Yeah, you just you just want to, you want to make it something new, of course, you know, because that always grabs the audience's attention, you know, something they've heard before. But yet again, you know, you've got people who like things they're familiar with. So yeah. it's a kind of a challenge to mix it all together. But, um, but you know, I, I did have a lot of, I did have a lot of time there, you know, that, um, that, I, that I didn't play. It was probably for about, uh, for about five years. Wow. You know, that I, you know, it was, um, it was, you know, a lot of that on was on my part too. You know, I just wanted to step away and and see uh, and see what I could do and what I could come up with. You know, I was moving around a lot. You know, mm-hmm. at, the, at the time too. But yeah, guitar, guitar was a guitar was a good uh, physical therapy for me. You know, after all, all that was over, and um, you know, it's like uh, you know, I can't. A lot of things had to change, you know. I mean, just this silly stuff, you know, like just you know the way I hold a pick to the way I might do yeah. this chord or whatever. But uh, you know, it's it's different. But I've 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 adapted to it. You know, every now and then I'll still you know run into a to a little stumble here and there's like okay I gotta do this different that doesn't work anymore right. you know I mean, it's close, close. oh all I mean, your muscle memory yeah, you gotta like, like relearn you know, I'm 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 not you know young anymore by far but you know I've still uh, I still got a few good years left in me so <laughs> <laughs> well so when you were like, writing like without without your hands were you writing like in the same way did you just like hear the guitar mm-hmm. in your head and then yeah, just I've run always, through it that way or I've I've always I've always did that you know um you know I'll uh you know, th- things things come to me, uh, you know, in, in in my mind before I'll actually sit and play my own instrument. You know, now there are times, you know, when it does happen, I'll be sitting around, you know, you know, and hit a good chord with another good chord behind it, and okay, let's use that. You know, but mostly <laughs> right. I just, you know, it, it's 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 a it's a mental thing first. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's 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 why I'm you know so you know strongly into this music you know it's cause you know this you know it's 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 from my heart you know i mean it's it's a real deal you know it's just you know these aren't just things i just tried to come up with to be in a rock band you right know? i mean these are things that just they they just come to me and you know and, and here it is you know it's it's real real music well the next one tree city um you said that was probably like inspired by the the redwoods maybe 
Uh, no, this is a, that was actually a, yeah. This that was just a week ago that we were there. Um, uh, Tree City is. Oh, it just uh, fit good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just a coincidence. Yeah, this um, that's uh, uh, the song's about being lost, mm-hmm. and then um, you know you come to find out you know you're really not lost at all. It's just you know making something out of you know where you are at the moment. You know, mm-hmm. making and making the best of it. But it's um, the. Uh, the uh, you know the the destination is a, a fictional you know place right. called you know Tree City, and it's just uh, uh, about the uh, journey on the way to this place and the things that uh, the things that they see there. Well, very cool. Let's hear it. Gary Sanders with Tree City. Moon 
All right, and you're back. That was Tree City from Gary Sanders. Um, I wanted to ask you, you, we were talking a little bit earlier when we were off mic about like uh, how the music kind of production has changed, like how people can kind of DIY so much stuff now. And uh, how do you think that has like changed the music scene in general and like what kind of music gets made, I guess, is my question. Well, it's it's just exploded, really. I mean, the uh, there there's so much music out there now it'd just be impossible to catalog i mean just, right. just think of it i mean it's just it's it'd be like counting the stars but it, it is a good thing when uh you know when i was when i was when i was a kid just starting playing you know you know the just you know going to record a demo you know that was something back then you know you had to have a whole lot of money to do and go to yeah. the studio to do it but you know it's uh you know it, it's such a great advantage you know especially to a young to you know to a lot of the younger players just starting out not only as you know a, a a way to you know get your music you know out there and distribute it mm-hmm. and have something but you know it's also to learn with you know i mean oh, yeah, it, it's so sure. it's so educational you know you can listen to a you know you can you know teach yourself things you know so much easier you know as far as just you know even learning an instrument mm-hmm. you know just by you know listening to yourself play you know it, it you know it develops it develops the ear it's just it, it's just an endless list of advantages to it now you know there there are some disadvantages to it because there's a lot of stuff out there that's not very good you know <laughs> i mean yep. it's just that's just how it is you know i mean it, but but yet again you know the you know it it's it's a really great thing because there's music that would probably have never been heard, you know, mm-hmm. had we still been stuck in with what we had, you know, in like the, right. the 80s, yeah. you know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that would have just gone unnoticed, you know. Yeah. But now, you know, there's people, you know, making a lot of money off of it, you know, and that's a great mm-hmm. thing. You know, it's a great thing. Uh, you know, anyone's success story to me is good news, you know. I just love hearing it. If oh, yeah, it, for you know, sure. About their music, and, for sure. And probably people that would never get into music of one type or another, or just play in general that can now, I guess they got, mm-hmm. you know, they got the internet or, and they have this like kind of infinite network almost. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, the internet changed this, it, oh. it changed music so much. A big deal to me when, let's see, when I was like around 18 years old mm-hmm. and I'm 44 now, so mm-hmm. this was some time ago. We, uh, our, our guitar player, brought home this Tascam recorder that recorded on a cassette. Yeah. And it was like four channels, mm-hmm. but then could, you know, you could, you know, you could ping pong the tracks or whatever you call it on and, and mess around to where we, we actually did a, a demo on it of just a few songs, you know, and, and it, was, uh, oh, it, was, cool. it was, it was a long time ago. And, you know, the sound quality for then was okay. Now it would be terrible and <laughs> unacceptable and, you know, you'd burn every copy of it. <laughs> but, but that, you know, that's, that's where we were, mm-hmm. you know, when it started. And it didn't take long to turn around, you know, it didn't oh, take yeah. long for it to turn around. And, you know, in a decade, you know, yeah. it, it was Well, having out. four tracks back then was amazing. It was like, yeah. what, you don't just use one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'm a, I'm an old school guy too on that in a, in a way you know I've, I love using you know tape mm-hmm. you know the real oh, yeah. the real tape I mean that's I, I'm, that's super I'm a, huge right now too it is people are it like is. man there was a lot of quality that we <laughs> as a, a band I know from uh, from Ohio called Mount Carmel and mm-hmm. uh, their, their last album they did you know on all analog you know did it you know all on tape and it sounds so good you know it, it's such a great sound but i mean you can still get a you know just doing it on you know on a hard drive and digital too but you know it's just 
I've I've just got a I've just got a taste for that analog sound. I'm really right. picky about it, you know, with my guitar rigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. The only digital thing on my pedal board is a clock, and <laughs> the uh, you know my you know the amp signal. You know, it's all it's all tube and everything, not one transistor. And I mean, no, that's just what oh, I that's like, cool you know? though. You know, it just it depends on the player. You know, I mean, there's yeah. these jazz guys out there using the old uh, Roland jazz chorus amps. You know, mm-hmm. they're all solid state and probably mm-hmm. some of the best sound amps ever made. You know, yeah. the earlier ones were especially. You know, they were great. You know, it's just it's it's all on the player. All it depends what yeah, you like. Yeah, I think like, the you know? low end stuff has like done a lot better in the more the solid state age, just because those tubes. Like I, I love the way a tube sounds, but a uh, solid state amp, you just throw it like literally throw it in the tr- in the truck or whatever, mm-hmm. and it'll survive. Oh yeah, and yeah, like maintenance. just seeing people nice. like uh, mess with those like Leslie cabinets and like a Hammond organ or something, it's like it takes like two engineers, and I mean you can't beat the sound though. Like you can never fully make that Hammond organ sound without all that stuff. But man, it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a nightmare. <laughs> I've seen this schematic to, you know, the B3s. It, it's just yeah. unbelievable. I, I, I just couldn't imagine even working on it. And I'm an and amp still, tech too. Right. I, I, I build my own amps and pedals and stuff. Oh, awesome. And, but, you know, when it comes to something like that, I mean, uh, that's amazing. The guy who invented that was like, <laughs> it was just like another Nikola Tesla or something. You know? Right. <laughs> a, mad, a mad scientist. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, very cool. And you said, uh, you said you're talking about, uh, Jimi Hendrix grave and all that. Did it, did that produce a song? Sound? No, no. I'm, uh, I'm surprised. It, <laughs> it, it hasn't yet. Uh, that, that of, of all the places, you know, I've been in, in the past few years, uh, that was probably the hardest one to drive away from. Really? Because as soon as you, uh, as soon as you drove in there and off the uh, street, you know, that's the first thing that's there, you know, mm-hmm. right there in front of you. And it just hits you like a brick. You know, you, yeah. you'd think you'd have to drive down a little road to see it, you know, and all the other things out of the way. But no, I mean, as soon as you turn off the street, you are there mm-hmm. right at it. And it's just kind of surreal that, that that's what you're you know sitting there in a the car looking at yeah and we we stayed there for hours just just staring at it you know it, it, it's a great it's a great memorial they 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 really they really did a great tribute to him with it mm-hmm. you know it was just uh it was a, a really emotional moment for me you know because you, you don't get to i mean i'd, I'd love to you know, had had been able to see him alive, of course, but mm-hmm. but you know, still to be there. You know, I mean, the spirit's still there. You know, oh, yeah. you know, it's and it's, it it's inspired all there. so many people. Yes, yeah. it, it it is. You know, there's, and I, I left a. You know, that there was. It's it's kind of like a well, you know, the graffiti on Jim Morrison's grave. Mm-hmm. You know, in in France, and uh, and you know they. Uh, what they do there is that you know there's a big bronze cast of a Stratocaster there, you know, mm-hmm. and, and people leave flowers and guitar picks and everything. And in a, funny in the pit guard, you know, where people stick yeah. them on a real guitar. So I, <laughs> I I stuck him a Fender medium pick there on his on his guitar and and, and left it. You know, that was just I just wanted to leave oh, cool. something there. You know, I, I didn't have any flowers because we wasn't actually expecting to go to it. It was one of those uh, side trips. But yeah, it was yeah. Uh, you find out it, it was it was a wonderful thing just to be able to. to visit that and you know to visit his memorial you know uh, there's a uh, quite a quite a few more i'd like to go to uh you know i'd, I'd like to go visit randy Rhodes mm-hmm. you know, memorial in california next time i'm out there because he was a i, I love his guitar player you know he's one of my probably biggest influence and everything but you know hendrix was you know he was a game changer from, yeah you know pretty much from then on you know mm-hmm. he was uh everything you're hearing guitar players do now you know if it wasn't for him you know they right they, they <laughs> you know I, I don't know what they'd be doing if they wouldn't be doing what they are right yeah now. it's you know. and so young too it's like i hate mm-hmm. it i hate it 
when I when I think about it, I was like, man, that guy was so young. He would have played so much mm-hmm. more if not for you know one bad night or something. It's yeah, like ah, uh, uh, just it drives me crazy sometimes. <laughs> I, I really like uh, Eric Gales a lot because I I think uh, he's he's like the closest thing we have to Hendrix mm-hmm. now. And it kind of makes you wonder, you know, it's like what, uh, you know, if he was still around, you know, how close is is this, you know, what yeah, would we have yeah, from him? yeah, just or you know, if if he would have went on just a little further, you know, this is my what, you know, he might have sounded like in the eighties or you mm-hmm. know something like that. But uh, you know, I, that's why I really dig him a lot because he's he's really big on the Hendrix sound. You know, he's right. got it. You know, he's got it. He's got it. <laughs> a little piece of the spirit there, right? Well, uh, yeah. And since you do a lot of traveling, I was wondering if there are any places you suggest like musicians or just lay people to travel any any places you like really enjoyed on your way. Uh, just somewhere you've never been. Yeah. So what, what <laughs> I like to do the best is don't set a destination. Oh yeah, really? Just throw it out mm-hmm. of the map and go. If, hey, that's if, a good if, idea. You've, if you've got time and and mm-hmm. and if you if you can take the time to do it, uh, get out of your comfort zone. Get and, and right. go as far go as far as you can. Nice, because it's it's not the destination. You know, it's the things you see on the way. Mm-hmm. Get off the interstates because the best stuff is on the side roads. Right. You don't even know it's there. It's not on the map. Yeah, yeah. The best things are surprises. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I think it's it's amazing if you're just in a place where you're out of the out of your way or whatever you just notice things mm-hmm. like history and just the the amount of stuff that is you know who knows how long it's been there yeah and the exactly. the culture of a place is always pretty interesting too and music you find the best music that yeah. way you just stumble up you know up, up on a place and uh you know you you wouldn't i mean go to like these uh places in in mississippi if you're mm-hmm. into blues and stuff like that just just go I, I've, right. got a, I've got a book at home you know it's like a uh a pilgrimage of all the you know the old blues sites you know that, yeah. that made everybody famous and everything and i've, I've yet to do that but I've, I've been to a few of them but not many but yeah i've, I've got to do that because uh you know the 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 stuff the stuff that's uh going on out there in these little towns, you know, on the side, yeah. you never know what you're here. You know, you might hear mm-hmm. something that'll change your life and it's totally the way you think right, about music right. or, you know, or something else, you know, it's, uh, it's worth, it's, it's worth the mm-hmm. chance. And you can see the Gary Sanders trio, October 7th. That's at 2 PM at the Madison street fest and October 7th, the same day at 7 PM at Mad Maltz in Huntsville. So if you're in Madison or Huntsville, please check them out. Thanks again for coming out, man, and talking to us. And it's been, been fun, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you want to talk about this? I know you spoke a little bit about it. Number one, no one. Any any other parting uh, quips about that one? Uh, just uh, listen to the words and listen to what it's saying, you know, because it's a true story. Everything in it really happened. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of scary moments in it. And, uh, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a crazy world out there. Go see it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And then never write a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, thanks again, man. And uh, have a great night from Gary Sanders and Spice Radio. This will be Gary Sanders taking you out with number one, no one. I'm riding off into a sunset This isn't the end 
That's where it begins The devils in that city look like average people Let's go on in, have a few good sins Some of the time like tomorrow I'm not feeling it, not today The violin wolf man plays piano for a dollar He's watching you, maybe he's hungry too The scary girls are coming out to pace the sidewalks Nighttime is near, Johnny was stabbed here As we watch all of the others fly away to the sun I'll be your Sound. I hear your heart pounding This is as far as we go Let's try some other time The flood leads the way The ring kept us safe As you watch all of the others Fly away to the sun I'll be your undone Someone A secondary character No name or face I was your number been a production of Spice Radio from Huntsville, Alabama. You guys know what you want and you don't have to do too much to get it. Get with us at spice-radio.com. If you have a podcast, you make music or art, or you have an event that you want to promote in the Tennessee Valley, you can find us at www.facebook.com slash spiceradiohuntsville or on Twitter at spiceradiohsv. And again, our website, spice-radio.com.